Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. See y'all. Um, good morning, everybody. And uh, we do have a couple of birthdays. We have uh, Stan, and we have Alicia, uh, 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 and we have, uh, who else do we have? There's a couple more, and I should have them. Uh, my my cards in front of me, my cue cards are in front of me. Um, uh, let me see. Normally need to, I think we might need to unmute Elaine so that Elaine and uh, Linda can start yelling the names that you're forgetting. Yes. That's yes. what happens. <laughs> oh, we've got one here, Beth. Beth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I knew there was a oh, little person because I, I sent some money. <laughs> yes, that's who it is. Thank you. Yeah, Beth. <laughs> Beth is getting to be a tall girl. I saw a couple of pictures of the of the girls, uh, Janet and Paul's girls, or Irwin's girls. Man, they're they're getting to be tall. Anyway, we're all glad we're glad to have you here. Welcome to uh, the Zoom service for November the eighth, uh, two thousand and twenty, uh, the year of pandemic but also the year of, uh, of good things happening in, in the lives of so many. And uh, that is also good uh, because when you think about it, there's been a number of people who have uh, gone through this year very well. I think of, uh, I think of Harvey, he's still uh, uh, optimistic. And uh, so we, we wish him the best as he goes back for some more tests and uh, we thank God for his continual supply. Uh, this morning we had uh, some sausages from Wheeler's Pancake House. <laughs> they were delicious. Um, and uh, so, uh, man, that was a, a wonderful treat. We were, we were there yesterday. Of course, yesterday, we just want to announce that um, we had the Camille service at Crawford Cemetery for uh, Joyce Nesbitt, the late Joyce Nesbitt. And, uh, She's, um, her family were all there and the children and grandchildren, I wish them all the best. Well, we'll begin our service and the call to worship is, um, is uh, on, on your screen. There it is. We could have sung holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty afterwards, but we won't. But at least it, uh, it is a wonderful, uh, wonderful passage of scripture. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord. The whole earth is full of God's glory. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Let us, Let us worship, worship our God, our God this day. And we're going to do that with a hymn that 
of course, is always sung or often sung on uh, the Remembrance Day Sunday. Oh God, our help in ages past. Thank you, Linda and Alicia and uh, Elaine, and also, uh, of course, Joel and all of you that, uh, that sang. Thank you so much for your contribution. We appreciate it. Well, this morning, as we uh, uh, go to the Lord, we have so much to be grateful for. And uh, we're going to ask God to uh, be with us in all that we say and all that we do. Uh, let us pray. Gracious God, as we come to you today, you are so uh, caring and you supply us with so much. Our food, our clothing, our day-to-day -day, um, activities. You bless us with them, and most of all, you give us a future, a promise that we will always be your children. Thank you, Lord, for that. Lord, as we uh, think of uh, this past week, we give you thanks, Lord, and ask that you will be with each one of us. Uh, may we wear our poppy uh, proudly of what it symbolizes, and we'll be talking about that in the children's story. We ask, Lord, that uh, you will be with us in all we say and all that we do, that we will walk 
and uh, talk and continue to let you know and let others know how much we enjoy your company in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray, who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. When we go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, always forgives us and cleanses us from everything that we have done wrong. Blessed be his holy name. <clears throat> we want to uh, take a few moments as we uh, have our kids come. Uh, we think of Isla and Caleb and Chloe and Evelyn and Matthew and Lucas and Jacob and Michaela. Uh, we think of Beth and Vivian. We think of Laura and Charlotte and Olivia. We think of uh, Corbo. Uh, we think of all of our kids and we give God thanks for them for they are our heritage. And uh, so this morning, uh, we're going to just uh, tell a story. I'm going to, um, um, before I tell you a story, Joel has a, has a song to share with us, 10,000 Reasons. So I'll let him uh, lead us to that because it's a great, it's so, it, it sets the tone for actually my story. sun comes up it's a new day dawning it's time to sing your song again whatever may pass whatever lies before me let me be singing till the Oh 
strength is failing. The end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then Thank you, Joel. Appreciate that. Um, a story I have for the children is a very simple one, and it's one that all of you, uh, may, maybe some of you have heard before. It's a story of a teacher on the first day of school. And uh, she decided that she got permission from her school board, and she decided to remove all the desks, all the desks from her classroom. And as the children came in, they didn't know what to do. As most children would do. They didn't really know what to do. So they decided that, um, that they'd sit down on the floor. And the teacher said, came into the class and said, now, what do you, can you do to make these desks come back? And the kids thought for a moment. And some of them said, well, maybe if we were, if we were good, the desks will come back or, or other things that they kind of suggested, they're all good suggestions, but not the right answer. And so as uh, the morning wore on, the children of course were sitting on the floor and they looked all around uh, at the teacher and after a while they got used to it. And of course the teacher started off by telling them a story. I don't know what the story was, but she told them a story. Well, finally it was time to uh, go out to, um, to uh, recess and so, all the kids piled out, and while the kids were out, the uh, the teacher made arrangements for the desks to come back in, but only after the children arrived. And she asked the question again: What would can you do to make those desks come back in, into the classroom? And so she thought. She thought after the kids came back after recess that that was as good a time as any. And so she says, okay, uh, all of you can back away from the center uh, because something's going to happen in a minute. And with that, the door opened and in came all kinds of soldiers. And they were from, some were from the army and some were from the Navy some from the Air Force, but they all came in their dress uniforms and, they, and with one desk and they put one desk down and then the next and the next and they filled the classroom. And with that, after they uh, placed each desk on the floor, they went around uh, and stood around the outside of the classroom. And so the teacher said to the children again, what do you think you could do? 
you could have done to bring back those desks. And the teacher and the kids started saying, well, I guess nothing. And I, they were right. You see, that's exactly what it is. What can we do to, to deserve freedoms that we have? Well, it was because of those soldiers. And um, we can't do anything. We couldn't do anything to bring freedom to Canada. We couldn't do anything to bring freedom to some of the countries that were under siege by enemy forces. Only the soldiers could do that. And many of them didn't come back. They died on the fields, in the fields of battle. They died, they're gone. They, they, they will never have the privilege of having grandchildren or great-grandchildren. They'll, they'll never have nieces or nephews. Never will they be able to come back. But you and I are here and we enjoy some of these freedoms. And many times, you know, we forget that we have them to enjoy. But thanks be to God, there were people who fought. And that's why we wear a poppy. And we can do nothing to make, just as the children said, we can do nothing to make the desk come back. We can do nothing to earn our salvation. Jesus did all that for us and no one else could have done it. And those that fought in the war and gave their lives freely, no one else could have taken their place. They took their place so that we could be free. And he that has the son, the Bible says, is really free indeed. Well, this morning I wanna pray for all the kids and I've named many of them. There are many more, of course, um, but I just wanna name a, a, a sprinkling of them. Uh, we think of, um, of uh, some of the children that can't be part of our service, but we wanna remember them. We think of uh, Vivian and Beth, we think of Corbo, think of Laura and Charlotte and Olivia and all of the children. We think of, uh, of um, Lily and, and uh, Milton and all of, all of their, th that family. We thank you for them and ask God to be with them. And so let's pray for our kids. Heavenly Father, as the children celebrate Thanksgiving or rather Remembrance Day this week, I pray, Lord, that you'd help them to remember the tremendous price that was paid in another country, but in the, and eventually for our freedom. I thank you for our freedom. I thank you for all the rights we have, all the opportunities we have, all of the blessings we enjoy because someone went and fought against enemies that were out to destroy the freedoms of many countries. Thank you, Lord, for, your, for their kindness. And Lord, may we remember them. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> well, this morning we have a prayer that, uh, that we pray each morning, each Sunday morning before the word. And um, we're listening to God's word. And it's a very simple prayer. And we can say it together. Thank you, Lord, for those who laid down their lives. We pray that you would help us to think about the freedoms we enjoy. Through Christ, we pray. Amen.
Philip. Yes. Alicia and Linda are going to play. You know what? That's not on my bulletin at all. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we, we'll enjoy it anyway. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you, Elaine, uh, Linda, and Alicia for your, your gift. Of course, you're more gifts than uh, even than that to us, but we give God thanks for your willingness to share your gifts, especially uh, when we, uh, it's not as easy to do <laughs> on, on Zoom as it is, say, um, on Sunday mornings. But at least, uh, we have the opportunity, Joel has worked uh, hard, I know, to make sure that we can do some of these uh, wonderful um, uh, em embellishments to the service because it's, it's kind of dull just listening to me. Anyway, thank you again, Alicia and, and Linda and uh, Elaine for making it all work together too. Um, this morning, uh, as we prayed the prayer, um, let us pray it together and remember those that have given of themselves and given of their lives for the freedoms that we enjoy. Uh, thank you, Lord, for those who laid down their lives for us. We pray that you will help us to think about all the freedoms we enjoy. May we never take those freedoms for granted. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, we're, uh, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Hazel to read for us from Nehemiah. And uh, she, I'm going to give, put, a, put a provisal in beforehand. Um, Hazel, uh, I'm sure there are a few uh, names that are beyond anybody's capabilities, but uh, they're all part of what the sermon is all about. Elaine? 
Hazel, sorry. Yes, I'm unmuted now. Thank you. I've already read it, and yes, you're right. There's some tongue twisters. And the rulers of the people dwelt at Jerusalem. The rest of the people also cast lots to bring one of ten to dwell in Jerusalem, the holy city, and nine parts to dwell in other cities. And the people blessed all the men that willingly offered themselves to dwell at Jerusalem. And number 10, of the priests, Jediah, the son of Jorib, Jacob, Sariah, the son of Hilkiah, and son of Mesulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Meroeth, the son of Atab, was the ruler of the house of God. And their brethren that did the work of the house were 820 and two. And Adiah, the son of Jeroam, the son of Pelilah, the son of Amzi, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pasher, the son of Melchiah. And Mataniah, the son of Micah, the son of Zabdi, the son of Azap, was the principal to begin the thanksgiving in prayer. And Bakuya, the son, the second among his brethren, and Abda, the son of Shamua, the son of Galal, and the son of Jadudim. The overseer also of the Levites at Jerusalem was Uzi, the son of Bani, the son of Micah, the son of Hashabai, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micah. Of the sons of Aspeth, the singers were over the business of the house of God. Thank you. You done yeah. good. <laughs> That's amazing because, um, you know, those are hard names. Now, when you think of all those names, though, it's a good thing that they've been listed because those were the people who sacrificed. And we've entitled, and they became unsung heroes, except that they were recognized as heroes in the passage that we that uh, Hazel read this morning. And, and it's very important for us that we make sure that we recognize and appreciate the heroes. In praise of the unsung heroes. How do we do that? Well, pretty simple, really three simple steps. First of all, you'll notice in Nehemiah, and Nehemiah is a great book to read if you, uh, if you want to just glance over some of the names, you can do that because there's far more um, of a story in there than that. This morning, I'm not going to get into the whole story, except that they chose people who were willing to sacrifice their comfort of where they live. Because you see, what had happened was many of the people were uh, uh, sent to other parts of, uh, of the kingdom. And so what happened was they were all sent there and were there for probably one or two generations. And then Nehemiah and Ezra decided to bring back people so that it would become inhabitable and so that the, the, the gates of the city could be rebuilt. And of course, Nehemiah rebuilt the walls of the city. Well, these people were all important, but the fact is that the, the heroes were recognized as heroes. They were well appreciated, told how much they were appreciated. And so they went back, picked up all their belongings, and moved them to uh, Jerusalem, the city of Jerusalem. And the, while the walls were being rebuilt, 
those that uh, lived in the area decided to also live within the city of Jerusalem. There was probably about 2,000 to 2,500 people that relocated inside that city. And, um, and the walls were up to snuff and Nehemiah was a brute when it came to a leader. <laughs> he slapped a few of them around. I, I, I wouldn't recommend that to any leadership, but he slapped them around and told them that they should smarten up and stop letting those that were undermining their, the, the uh, Israeli people uh, to uh, put them out of the city. They were not to be there. They didn't want to be there. They were just causing trouble. And so the heroes, those that returned, were recognized here. Secondly, I think we, we do that. We, we, we think of the unsung heroes by uh, recognizing that those heroes were devoted. They were devoted, and so we need to honor them. I thank God for the people who have laid down their lives for, in, literally, for the church of Jesus Christ. Those have gone before us. They gave their all. The churches, all three points, are third and fourth generation, fifth generation, some people that were part of the church in the past. You can see, uh, take the time to walk around both the Highland Line Cemetery and the, um, the Crawford Cemetery, and you will see a lot of names that you will know. But their generations before, their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents even, of those, that, of those that have gone on before us. But they're honored, their name is on a gravestone, but we need to also honor them from time to time within our own church, and I'm going to do that in the beginning of the new year. Here's devotion was honored. But the third thing I want you to know, third step, is the hero's deeds were recorded. And if you read through the book of, uh, of Nehemiah, my goodness, uh, whoever was the scribe, and it might have even been Nehemiah, we don't know. But the person who did the recording of all the ones that went and gave of themselves, and, and, and you know, it wasn't safe to be in the, in the city of Jerusalem because enemies around saw it as a threat. But people did it. And so we need to spend time recognizing that there are heroes all around us. I think of, of all the frontline workers right now who have given of themselves and given of their lives and, and given of their energies for us. I mean, they're putting their health on the line. The teachers, those that work with children every day, we give God thanks for them. So the heroes were not only recorded, they were honored and appreciated and they were recognized as such. Three observations regarding leadership and unsung heroes. First of all, you know, leaders are often reluctant <clears throat> to uh, be unsung. Uh, uh, unsung heroes. But they need to be recognized. Most people would prefer to just not have their names uh, 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 in lights, so to speak, but not, but not, uh, but we need not do that. We need to make sure that they're uh, they're appreciated 
and recognized and recorded as heroes. Secondly, when the church fails to recognize the work and the faithfulness and the tremendous contributions of those who give their time and energy, we fail to recognize and encourage. We fail to encourage. And that is something that we need to work on in the future. And thirdly, final rewards will be determined on the basis of consistent faithfulness, not public applause, but consistent faithfulness. That's what we're called to do. May we do it well. And we, may we do it in the name of Jesus and the, ex, and the exaltation of his holy name amongst our people. A statement was made just a little while ago. I saw it on Facebook and it was made by Kerry Newhoff. And he made this statement, the future of the church will be found in how good they are at being community. And I think that that is what has happened as a result of all of the unsung heroes. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to ask uh, Hazel to once again uh, share with us in Flanders Fields. Thank you, Philip. Um, for all of all of people in our community who have uh, someone they've lost during the the wars and uh, our family who have been to war. I know my own brother was in the Second World War and thankfully came back. Um, John McRae wrote this poem for a friend of his who died. John was born in 1872 in Guelph, Ontario, uh, and he was a poet, a physician, and he was Lieutenant Colonel of the Canadian Expeditionary Force. And John died in Boulogne-sur-Mer in France in 1918 at the age of 45 and he died of pneumonia and he is the person who wrote in Flanders Field. In Flanders Field the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead short days ago we lived felt dawn saw sunset glow loved and were loved and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing ha hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders field. Amen. Thank you. We're going to take two minutes of silence. And I'm going to ask uh, Linda to, at that point to play the um, traditional taps.
going to ask the congregation to join us to uh, in the singing of O Canada. <laughs> One verse or two. Just one. Thank you, uh, Linda, for playing for us, O Canada, and also uh, the, memo the memorial piece. I always uh, am humbled whenever I sing uh, O Canada because we are still amongst the nations that are free and we ought not to take it for granted, but give thanks daily. Um, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and there are a number of prayer requests that we're going to bring to him, and uh, you probably know some of them, and uh, between the bunch of us, we're going to take some time to remember those uh, in prayer. <clears throat> I love the little poem that uh, um, Joel has, has put under the Presbyterian uh, Parish of, of uh, Pastoral Churches of uh, McDonald's Corners, Elfin and Snow Road. They shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. We should never uh, forget. Well, as we go to the Lord in prayer, let us pray and ask, prayer for those that are on our usual list. You may have some prayers that uh, you want to bring to the Lord, and you can. Uh, please uh, bring them to him, and uh, we're going to have an opportunity for everybody to do that, but uh, we'll begin with our prayers uh, for the nation and uh, then for ourselves as a people of God. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for this day that you have made and we rejoice in it because Lord, it's absolutely beautiful weather. We give you thanks. Lord, we also wanna thank you for the freedoms that we enjoy as a nation. And we ask Lord that you would continue to make those freedoms reign for all of us. We thank you for the rights, the rights that we have. We thank you for the joys that we have. And now, Lord, as we bring our needs to you, Lord, we pray for those in authority over us. Give them wisdom, 
Lord, we pray for the United States and ask, Lord, they are our neighbors and ask, Lord, that you will, your will would be continue to be done in that nation. We now ask, Lord, for those in our community who are in need. And we pray, Lord, especially for the Nesbitt family who uh, gathered together at the cemetery yesterday for the committal service. We ask, Lord, that you would be with them, uh, comfort them, strengthen them, and Lord, most of all, may they know that God, that you are taking care of them as a family. Lord, we also want to pray for some of the ones, those in, in, um, in need of prayer. We think of Harvey. Uh, we think of Hazel and others. We thank you, Lord, that she is here this morning, able to take part. We pray for others of our people. And Lord, as we think of them, those that we regularly pray for, we ask, Lord, that you would touch their bodies and heal them in Jesus' name. Lord, we also want to bring to you our seniors. We think of each one of them. We think of Judith. And we think of Isabel and ask, Lord, for the rest of them, that, Lord, each one of them would know that you are with them and that you are sustaining them and keeping them. Lord, we pray for our children. We thank you, Lord, that uh, uh, they have been kept safe. And we pray that you continue to, to keep them safe, both the teachers and the children. But we think of uh, Chloe and Matthew and, and Jacob and ask Lord that you continue to touch Matthew's body. Lord, we pray that you would touch his mind, the brain that you gave him, Lord God. May it be healed to perform in the way that it was created to be, functioning fully. And ask Lord that these, um, these uh, moments where he has epilepsy, Lord, I pray that you will free him of those and that you would make him completely well again in Jesus' name. We think of others, Lord, today. And as we bring them to you on our hearts and in this prayer, Lord, we pray that you will hear our prayer and answer our prayer. And now, Lord, as we, as we give you thanks for answered prayer, we pray for each one of those that we brought to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, that they might be whole, that they might be complete, that they might find healing and strength and your virtue flowing through them, even as we pray. Be with us in every in every moment of our day today, because it is your day, at least the day that we've set aside for you. Lord, may we also set, aside, set it aside for our own rest and recuperation. And now, Lord, uh, we pray that you would go, that you would be with us in all that we do this coming week, that we would be conscious of you every morning when we get up and every mo and night when we go to bed. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Our, our closing piece is number 592, I the Lord of sea and skies.
And that's my prayer for you, is that, um, that you'd always be in my heart, and you are. I think of you all often, and uh, it's nice to be able to take each morning and pray for all of our families, and uh, it's nice to see uh, Isla there giving me a wave. It's always nice to see the kids. <laughs> And uh, Alicia, it's so nice to see you. Um, and Linda, God bless you both and thank you for your generosity. Um, and uh, Joel, of course, and Elaine, making this all possible. Elaine puts the bulletins together and she also is, is there uh, uh, making it possible for Linda to be able to play. So it all works together for, for good. It's lovely to see each one of you here. And I pray God's uh, richest blessing on each of you. And now
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you now and forevermore. Amen. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week over week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to see, hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.